We are back with another episode of the Fed Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Dan Delatori, and today we're going to continue our series, Roadmap to Your Federal Retirement. So last episode, we broke down your first pension. We talked about types of retirement, eligibility, pension calculations, and FERS provisions. On this episode, we will focus on helping you better understand your Social Security benefits. We're going to discuss eligibility, benefit calculations and comparisons, how working affects your benefit, tax considerations, survivor benefits, and some strategies for maximizing your Social Security benefit. And before we dive into this, I just want to recap an important point we made in our last episode, which is the tripod construction of your retirement plan. Three legs which together provide a solid foundation. But if one of those legs is weak, the foundation collapses. Your first pension is one leg, TSP another, and finally, we have Social Security. So the first question we'll ask ourselves is when do you want to start receiving your benefits? We have three options when it comes to eligibility. First is before your full retirement age, which is as early as 62. Second is at your full retirement age. It's going to be somewhere between 66 and 67 years old, depending on what year you were born. And finally, is after your full retirement age, as late as 70. I know, the last thing any of us want to do is delay our benefits, but there is a good reason on why you should consider it and why it's one of the most important decisions you'll make regarding Social Security. There are two main reasons why it's such an important decision. The first is that when you choose to claim benefits can significantly affect your overall retirement income. The second one is if you're married, your timing choice can also affect your spouse's income. And there's no one-size-fits-all answer, but there are some things you should consider. What is your full retirement age and benefit calculation? What is the effect on early retirement or delayed retirement benefits? How long do you expect retirement to last based on your life expectancy? Do you plan on continuing to work? And what other sources of retirement income do you have? Let's address a few of these. The benefit you will receive from Social Security will be based off two factors, how much you made during your working career and the age you apply for benefits. A full benefit from Social Security is the highest 35 years of earning. If you haven't worked 35 years, there will be zeros in your average earnings. As I mentioned earlier, Full Social Security retirement is 66 or 67, depending on the year you were born. For all of us born after 1960, full Social Security retirement is age 67, so we're going to use that number. If you took Social Security at 62, you would see a 30% reduction of benefits, meaning you would only receive 70% of your total Social Security benefit. This amount increases roughly 5% each year until it gets to 100% benefit at age 67. On the flip side, if you delay your benefits, you can receive an additional 8% in benefits up to age 70, making your total benefit 124% of the original benefit. The difference between a 70% benefit and 124% benefit is a lot, especially when you consider this is a defined benefit plan or guaranteed money for the rest of your life. Now, we understand the consequences of taking your benefit early and the benefits of delaying it. So now we can look at our next questions 
life expectancy, working plans, and other sources of income. If you believe you will live long in retirement, have other sources of income, or plan to work in some type of capacity, then it becomes a lot easier of a decision. Wait and get your extra benefit amounts from Social Security. If you plan on continuing to work in some capacity, it is important to understand the tax implications of your decision. We'll discuss taxes a little bit later in this episode. And if you don't have other sources of income or you're financially dependent on this income, the decision is not as straightforward. There are options outside of continuing to work, but those options are highly situational and would be best suited for a conversation with myself or some other financial professional. Social Security benefits include survivor benefits to a current spouse as long as you've been married for at least nine months. Former spouses are also eligible for survivor benefits as long as you were married for at least 10 years. However, if your ex-spouse remarries before age 60 and is still married, they lose eligibility. Survivor benefits are also available to your minor children or any child who became disabled before the age of 22 and is still disabled. The next big question is, will your Social Security benefits be taxed? If the only income you've had during the year was Social Security, then your benefit generally won't be taxed. However, other forms of income you receive during the same year may and most likely will trigger taxation on part of your Social Security benefit. An important definition to understand when discussing Social Security tax is combined income. Combined income is defined as your adjusted gross income plus non-taxable interest plus half of Social Security benefits. If you file as an individual, your benefit won't be taxed if your combined income is less than $25,000. If your combined income is between $25,000 and $34,000, you may have to pay a tax up to 50% of your benefit. And if you make above $34,000, up to 85% of your benefit may be taxable. For a joint return, if your combined income is less than $32,000, then you won't pay any taxes. If between $32,000 and $44,000, then up to 50% is taxable, and above $44,000, then 85% is taxable. If you're married and file separate tax returns, then you will most likely pay taxes on your benefits. So what's the bottom line? When you're making your decision about when to begin receiving your Social Security benefits, taxes will be a consideration. If you have substantial taxable income, such as earned income, taxable pension income, like FERS, or investment income. Sometimes, feds forget that their FERS pension is taxable income and counts towards their combined income. For this reason, it's really rare to see a federal employee not have to pay taxes on their Social Security benefits. Not only is your FERS pension taxable income, but so are TSP withdrawals. These are often referred to as the double taxation, since you'll be taxed on the TSP dollars and the Social Security dollar. One strategy for limiting your tax liability is Roth investments. Generally speaking, Roth withdrawals do not create additional tax on your Social Security. This can be a big help in lowering your tax burden during retirement. When creating a Social Security strategy, it's really important you understand what your taxes will be and to make sure you are saving funds in the correct tax structure. As I said before, it's important to remember that there's no one-size-fits-all strategy when it comes to Social Security. 
it's important to evaluate your situation and understand how some of the decisions we've discussed will affect you in retirement. It's never a bad thing to discuss your strategy with myself or some other financial professional to make sure that you're not overlooking anything. And on that note, we've come to the end of our discussion on Social Security for today. We've looked at eligibility, benefits amount, both reduced and increased, survivor benefits, and tax liability. We now have covered two of our three tripod legs in first pension and Social Security. So our next episode will be a discussion about the TSP. I previously did an episode on TSP basics, so this time we'll take a slightly more in-depth look at the TSP with a focus on some of the challenges and problems you will face with it. Thank you for listening to the Fed Advantage podcast. I hope you have a better understanding of how Social Security works. If you have any additional questions or want to speak with us, feel free to send an email to info at fedadvantage.com and I'll get back to you. I'm your host, Dan Delatore, and I'll talk to you next episode.